You must tell me all your secrets. Remember, we must share everything together. Party like rock stars. Follow me. Let's get drunk! The bar is open. What do you think? We don't know this chick. It ain't much, but it's all you. Cool basement. You're free to do whatever you want down here, but nobody go upstairs. This is so sick. Welcome to Mars. Hello, this is Annie Rose Malamet, and you're listening to a bonus episode of Girls, Guts, and Jello. Bonus episodes are a benefit for my Patreon subscribers, starting at the $10 or more level. Uh, the tiers I have for my Patreon are Killer None, $1. Every little bit counts. With this tier, you'll get a shout out on the podcast. And if you leave me a review, I'll read it on the podcast. Please re- leave me a review. No one's left me a review yet. Succubus level is $5 or more a month. You'll get a shout out on the podcast as well as a monthly newsletter with recommended readings. Um I just completed my first newsletter. It should be coming out the day that this is released. So check that out. I worked really hard on it. The next level up is Woman on the Warpath. That's $10 a month. And with this level, you get all of the above plus um, bonus content like the, the episode that you're listening to now where I talk about a recent, a new release. And then there's the Vampire Lover tier, $20 or more a month, and you get all of the above, plus the ability to request films to be discussed on the podcast. And you can send me a voice message, and I'll play it to introduce the episode. So check that out. It's patreon.com slash girlsgutsjallo. So for the first episode, bonus episode of Girls, Guts, and Jello, I wanted to talk about the new release, Ma. It's, I guess, it's been out for like a month now. I saw it in theaters opening weekend. Uh, it's a Blumhouse production starring Octavia Spencer and directed by Tate Taylor, who is a white gay man who also directed The Help. So Octavia Spencer and Tate Taylor have this long-term working relationship, which I find really interesting. Um, There is an incredible article by Doreen St. Felix in The New Yorker called Ma the Help and the Vexing Collaborations of Octavia Spencer and Tate Taylor. And she basically breaks down the film and every problematic aspect of it. Also, as reference, I'm using uh, an article by Graveyard Shift Sisters purging the black female horror fan from the margins. Ashley Blackwell is one of my favorite writers. I highly recommend checking out Graveyard Shift Sisters. So something that Ashley Blackwell points out in her article on Ma is that the lead is a black woman, but the supporting cast the writers, the director, the cinematographer, the producers, the hair and makeup, and the music are all majority white people. So this is an immediate problem with this film because it's an extremely loaded topic for a bunch of white creators to be (laughs) addressing and 
in my personal opinion, I believe that they do not address it well. I have seen other people who really enjoy Ma. Um, they feel like it's really campy. It could easily be a cult classic. I, as somebody who loves camp and trash, find this movie to be not just harmless garbage. I actually think it's really regressive and harmful. And I think that, and I don't say that about a lot of films, actually. Like, if you know me or if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I give a lot of leeway for creators to who are not from a certain marginalized group to actually say something interesting and smart, albeit unintentional, in their work. Uh, like, for example, Cruising was made by straight men, but I actually think that uh, it has a lot of great and interesting things to say about the gay leather sex community at that time. But Ma, I do not feel that way about. If you read... Doreen St. Felix's article, she breaks it down, and I'll link it in notes here. She breaks it down so adeptly about why this film is so problematic. And I've seen, and I know I use the word problematic over and over again, so forgive me. It's like my buzzword. I can't stop. I have to find another word to use. Some people I've seen on Twitter, I can't cite particular articles right now saying that this movie is that they enjoy it or they find it really campy and fun because it is a mammy revenge film. If you're not familiar with the archetype of the mammy, um, a mammy is a leftover archetype of a fat, dark skinned black woman uh, left over from antebellum slavery. The Mammy is a figure that never actually existed in real life. There is a ton of scholarship out there about representations of the Mammy archetype. Um, and I'm going to link some in the notes here. I discuss the Mammy archetype at length in a lecture I give uh, called Big Punchline, Representations of Fat Women in Television and Film. And this is something that I haven't seen discussed when talking about Ma, um, is Octavia Spencer's fatness, which I think is integral to making her a mammy archetype figure. It's impossible to talk about the history of fat representation without talking about racism and the mammy archetype. The names Mammy and Aunt were used in Southern antebellum fiction to describe a black woman within the plantation household who served as a nurse, cook, and did general domestic work. She was typically characterized and portrayed as a dark-skinned fat woman with an extremely maternal body type, implying her role as a mother figure. Her head is usually covered with a kerchief to hide her hair texture, and that is supposed to deem her undesirable, her, her, the natural texture of her hair. And you'll notice in Ma that Octavia Spencer has a, um, a straightened hairstyle, which I think nods to this history of mammy figures having to cover up their natural hair texture. 
Her physicality implies her strength. She's strong, used to service to a white master. She's kind and loyal and sexless. And Ma, Octavia Spencer's character, is supposed to be all of these things, but she's a perversion of it. So major spoilers. Ma, her real name is Sue Ellen in the movie, works uh, as a vet assistant. So she's in a caregiver role. And you find out towards the end of the movie that she is a mother. Um, She has a child that she keeps captive in her house, basically. Uh, It's like a Munchausen's by proxy situation, kind of like uh, the act with Patricia Arquette. I mean, they were real people, but uh, kind of like it, it's like Patricia Arquette's character of Dee Dee Blanchard in the act. So it's a perversion of these roles that she's been placed into. Hattie McDaniel uh, was one of the first black actresses to portray a mammy figure. Typically, white actresses in blackface were cast in these roles. And in Gone with the Wind, which is set on a southern plantation, McDaniel serves as a mother figure to the impetuous Scarlett O'Hara, played by Vivian Lee. And she is portrayed as completely devoted to Scarlett. She stands loyally by her side, even during the Civil War. So the mammy is really... It's a fiction. It's a racist fiction. There was never actually any evidence that these kind of domestic workers existed. Uh, I have a quote that I like to use in my lecture by Dr. Carolyn M. West from her article, Mammy, Sapphire, Jezebel, and the Bad Girls of Reality Television, Media Representations of Black Women. And she says, there is little historical evidence to support the existence of a subordinate, nurturing, self-sacrificing mammy figure. The reality is that enslaved women were beaten and overworked. In response, they ran away or helped other slaves escape, fought back when punished, and in some cases poisoned the slave owners. Therefore, historians and authors rewrote history to create the image of the loyal, happy mammy for several reasons. First, if we could believe that Mammy in Margaret Mitchell's novel Gone with the Wind, brought to life by Hattie McDaniel in the movie, was content with her life, we could believe that slavery was a relatively humane institution and that black women were happy with their marginalized status. The portrayal of black women as asexual, physically undesirable mammies also made it easier to deny the frequent sexual assault of enslaved women. What slave owner would select this monstrous black woman as a sexual partner over his white wife, who was the epitome of refinement and beauty? So that is some background on the history of the Mammy archetype, which Ma is playing with. And I'm going to tell you why I feel that this is a regressive film 